It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. The Therapy is a Christian podcast is all things mental health and Christ. We specifically talk about how mental health and God are merged together to foster growth, healing, and making mental health a normal conversation. I'm your host, Roz and Renee, and welcome to the show. Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Therapy is a Christian podcast. I'm your host, Roz and Renee, and welcome back to another episode of the show. Hello, y'all. Every time I say that, it feels so weird to say that this year. Oh my God. I feel like I have not given y'all nothing in the year 2023. And I promise you, I'm going to rededicate myself back to recording this podcast. Um, so for those of you that don't know, my name is Rosalind Renee. Um, I am the host of the Therapies of Christian Podcast. I have been doing this podcast now for four years. Actually, we're going into the fifth year crazy. Wow. Five years I've been doing this podcast. Um, I don't want to get into deep on uh, my little short little hiatus of an absence, but I started a new job, y'all. And it has taken me some time to adjust to starting the job. And this year, I feel like I've just kind of been in a hiding season. Um, kind of, if you listen to my previous two episodes and I talked a little bit about the wilderness season, thank y'all so much who reached out to me on Instagram. I've been trying to still get back into social media land, um, pretty much all this year, but it's just taking me some time to get back adjusted. So please give me grace. Um, I'm transitioning back into this time frame, but one of the things that I've been thinking about is the content for this podcast, and I have struggled with just figuring out what I can talk to y'all about, where it's not just me being on a soapbox of my life, <laughs> which is typical, I think, for any podcaster and for the podcast that you might listen to. Typically, a lot of podcasters just kind of talk about them, their sales or their life, and I want this to be a time frame where when you're listening to this episode, you can really get some good tips and things related that are going to be helpful to your life. And so one of the things I started doing was after, so my job, I currently do counseling um, and I see anywhere from 25 to 30 clients a week, which is quite a bit of therapy, uh, in my opinion. And I have a lot of interesting conversations with a lot of different people from a lot of different backgrounds and a lot of different races and trauma experiences, and also just in general everyday lives. And I find that there are a lot of themes throughout my counseling sessions. This has been probably the most counseling I've done in a long time. And I find that I'm kind of bringing up some of the same tips and things with a lot of clients. And so I started just kind of jotting down after certain sessions with people, 
different things that I feel like are running themes um, that I think would be good content for you all and just really helpful for people who are seeking counseling, seeking therapy. Maybe you're not seeking counseling or seeking therapy and you just maybe can't afford it right now and just need some tips. Again, I think, you know, this podcast is not a replacement for counseling, but it can give you some, just a starting point to just give you some awareness. There's a lot of information out there and I plan to kind of bring some more people into the fold for my podcast. Um, as I'm just kind of gathering my bearings with recording and kind of juggling working a full-time job again and um, working. So working and doing this podcast, is my bad, y'all. Um, and so I want this to be a healthy outlet for me to kind of talk through some of my thoughts that I can personally share with you that I think would be helpful. So a lot of the content you'll be hearing now are things coming freshly from my sessions or things that I have kind of thought through that I'm kind of seeing are things with people that I think would be helpful. So as we're navigating through the rest of this year and closing out 2023, I think it would be helpful to kind of give some baseline things, things that you can pretty much kind of revisit as you're navigating through the rest of this year and thinking about 2024. And I'm a big person on planning for the year. Not everybody's like this. Some people find it to be cliche. But one of the things that I always bring up to a lot of clients, especially clients who struggle with burnout, clients who struggle with a lot of anxiety, who find that they're super busy and they don't have time to do a lot of things related to taking care of themselves, who struggle with taking care of themselves. And that's really different for people. I really don't throw the word self-care out. I feel like it's a buzzword nowadays, but I do use the word non-negotiables. And so I wanted to, in this episode, to quickly go over what I believe are um, is a good healthy definition of what non-negotiables are. They are also something that I often throw out to clients a lot um, to just better explain, not routines, because I feel like routines are a easy way for us to just kind of say, we need to have better routines, I need to have better habits. But really non-negotiables are my way of introducing better care for yourself and your mental health. The topic of non-negotiables came up in my own counseling and it also came up for me postpartum because I had a friend that kind of talked to me about a happy list. I've talked about this before, but non-negotiables are basically those specific activities that you enjoy, that you find are helpful to you, that if you don't do these activities, you eventually will be burnt out or quote unquote, in my opinion, not well. So just quick definition of what we would, I would say non-negotiables are, they're essentially like the principles or boundaries that we have, that we can establish to prioritize our mental health and overall well-being. They're essentially, you know, things that you do that help you with boundaries, your personal self-care. They are also helpful for your emotional, physiological needs. They are also helpful in helping other people respect limits. They help you advocate for yourself and they are helpful with consistency and commitment. And also the thing that I love to kind of describe with um, non-negotiables is that they're adaptable. They are flexible. 
They are not things that you that you have to do every single day. So the way I like to describe non-negotiables and why they're important for our mental health is they lessen burnout. Typically, when we are burnt out, we don't know it until we're burnt out. Um, And one of the things I like to always bring to my clients is most of the time when you are feeling exhausted, um, you're mentally drained, you are physically drained, you have allowed or are allowing your boundaries or unspoken expectations to be crossed. Or you don't even know what those are. And so I'm big on helping clients identify what are those expectations you're putting on yourself? What are the expectations you're putting on other people that are being crossed or not being honored? And they're causing you to eventually be burnt out. So non-negotiables help lessen burnout. The other thing with not the second thing that are helpful in why non-negotiables are important to your mental health and wellness is they cre- they create consistent self-care that is life-giving and pretty much like not cliche. So when we typically talk about self-care, you've heard of self-care, it might be like journaling, it might be like going to get your nails done, going to get your hair done things that would be considered as maintenance. And not to say that's not helpful. Like some people are just like, like one of my um, friends said today, she was like, my nails and my eyelashes are one of those things that I just cannot um, sacrifice on. And those would be considered non-negotiables. But also these specifically, I'm focusing a lot more on your mental health. Things that are going to mentally pour into you that you find typically get lost in the busyness of life or get lost in as you're working on certain things. The third thing, the third thing is they are activities and not routines. And the reason why I like to say they're activities instead of routines is when we think about routines or habits, we immediately sometimes, especially if we are working to build them, we automatically associate routines with failure. And when we think about failure, if we don't think we're going to do something, we more than likely have a hard time putting it into place or we create this intense amount of pressure on ourselves to get it done. And then when it doesn't get done, we feel like a failure. We feel like I'll never be able to do this. And so I like to say, what are the activities? What are the things that you do? What are the ways that you see yourself? What are the things that you know? Okay, these are the things that I really want to do more of. The fourth thing is they automatically make you remember your boundaries. So I'll talk about my non-negotiables in a minute, but these are the things that I would say for myself are boundaries as well. They are the things that help me to stay afloat. They are the things that help me not skimp too much on, and it'll make sense when I talk about them in a minute. Um, But they are the things that when I explain this to clients are truly boundaries. Like they are boundaries that you put up for yourself um, and also boundaries you put up for other people. The fifth reason why they're important to your mental health and wellness is, you know, they're helpful and can help you get back on track easier. So kind of when I was talking about routines earlier, they are the activities that if you fall off for a period of time, you can easily get back on the horse because you know, they are the things that easily help you stay on track. So 
As we're talking about non-negotiables, I'm going to quickly give you mine and then I'm going to talk about how you're not, how you can create non-negotiables and what are some core things that are important to know. So I'm going to give you some examples of some regular non-negotiables and then I'm going to give you mine. So some non-negotiables could be quality sleep. Some non-negotiables for you could be personal reflection time. Some non-negotiables for you could be therapy and counseling. Some non-negotiables for you could be hobbies and leisure activities. So these are things like reading. These are things like playing music or things that bring fulfillment to your life. Some non-negotiables could be digital detoxes. So these could be breaks from electronic devices or social media that help you kind of reduce screen time or prevent from information overload, which can cause and contribute to kind of stress and anxiety. A lot of these non-negotiables do not have to be things that are specific to, um, again, kind of what I was saying, like long-term things you have to do consistently. They can be things you do periodically. So for example, nature and outdoor time. Depending on where you live, it's cold outside. So you may not want to spend time outdoors, but you may want to do that more in the summertime or maybe you want to make it a point in the wintertime to visit a place that's warmer so you can be outdoors or have more exposure to, to light and natural um natural environments. The other thing you can think about, especially when it comes to just like, if you're thinking about nature and outdoor time, maybe working near a window, maybe working in a place that brings natural light, maybe switching up your routine when it comes to work. If you work like on a hybrid schedule, maybe instead of working from home, you switch up your routine and go to a coffee shop or you switch up your routine and go to a co-working space. Or if you have co-workers that you that work from home, maybe you all work together in the house together. Like there are opportunities that can create social things. Social connection can be a non-negotiable. Um, healthy nutrition can be a non-negotiable. If you're someone that um, loves like meditation, that can be a non-negotiable for you. Those are things that are core activities that you can do that are helpful. This episode of the God and Mental Health Podcast is brought to you by Happy Mammoth. I am so excited to tell y'all about this brand because it has been so helpful to me. So I am not in my 20s anymore. And as I'm getting older, I'm really kind of understanding a little bit more about my hormones after having two kids. I'm really understanding like my mood shifts, my fatigue, sometimes my stress throughout the month, especially during those cycles of time before my period. So I recently started researching cycle seeking and it was so helpful for me because I really kind of began to understand these different changes when I am feeling overwhelmed, when I am feeling tired, when I am feeling like my mood is different. I'm also just experiencing some of those kind of early PMS symptoms of like bloating and gassy and poor sleep and kind of racing thoughts and low mood. And so I started doing some research into cycle syncing and kind of came to understand that our different periods before our cycle change because of our hormones. And so I was thinking about a way to combat this and Happy Mammoth is a brand that I think is going to be super helpful to some of my audience that might be experiencing something, some of these things. And so I think a lot of times we kind of associate our different moods with something's wrong with us or that there is actually something that we're struggling with mental health wise, but not really understanding that as a woman, 
we naturally have up and down moods because of our hormones. And so for me, if you are someone that's maybe in your mid-20s and you're kind of seeing like during different periods of the month, you're more sad or you're more overwhelmed, this might be a good opportunity for you to maybe supplement and try to combat that with some of the amazing products at Happy Mammoth. So I want to talk to you all about particularly one specific product called Hormone Harmony. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. Now, here's the beauty about adaptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors like chaotic hormone changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. Happy Mimith, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And it means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality and it shows. If so, if you're someone that definitely struggles with maybe bloating or maybe sleep or even racing thoughts or low moods, Hormone Harmony would be perfect for you. So for a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order with Happy Mammoth. Just use the code THERAPY at checkout. That's happymammoth.com, H-A-P-P-M-A-M-M-O-T-H.com and use the code THERAPY for 15% off today. Now, let's get back to the show. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. So just to give you a quick list of my personal non-negotiables, um, I'm finding that <laughs> mine's are actually changing and shifting over as my responsibilities grow, as um, now I am actually a mom of two small kids. And, um, you know... <laughs> It was easier when it was just me and my husband. We could, I could easily pick up and go do things, and that's not really the case anymore. Um, so because life transitions happen, my non-negotiables have shifted. So a couple of my non-negotiables are time with my children and my husband. Um, we specifically do a lot of family time in the evenings, which means that I don't really get my evenings until my kids go to sleep. And that may not be everybody's cup of tea. Um, I'll kind of explain to y'all what my week looks like. But typically, my kids see me every single day when they go to bed. Every single day when they come home. I pick them up from daycare. I pick up both of our boys. But um, I bring them home. My husband comes home. We typically eat dinner. Uh, we give the boys a bath. We play with them. And then we send them to bed. There are not a lot of nights that my boys don't see me and my husband. There are not a lot of nights <laughs> I can probably count very sparingly where I'm not home. He's not home putting our kids to sleep because it's a non-negotiable. So with that being said, because we prioritize that and because we really value family time, I don't really do a lot of things outside of the house without my children. Now... That doesn't mean that you have to do things like me. 
Um, I know the girlies like to go work out and depending upon you and your husband's routine, there may be a routine where maybe a husband works later, maybe a routine where the husband goes to the gym afterwards. I think there's a give and take where it comes in. So like, for example, last week was my husband's birth, uh, birthday week. He didn't get to, (laughs) we had COVID y'all. So he didn't get to have his time. So I am, I told him you can have the weekend to yourself. I'm going to keep the kids. That typically doesn't happen too often. We're usually with our children. And so there's a give and take a lot of times with that. Um, I've been supporting a friend through grief a lot lately. Um, and so he has, you know, allowed me to go spend the night at her house uh, and kept the kids because of that reason. I have gone to see her a lot. He'll keep my, keep our kids. So there's a lot of give and take in that. But with saying that to say, there creates a lot of space for family time. This creates a lot of space for us to be able to have our core non-negotiable of time with my husband and my kids. Another one of my non-negotiables is time with God. This changes <laughs> throughout busyness. Um, but because one of my non-negotiables is time with God, typically I notice when I haven't spent time with him, how I feel. So I try to hop back into my routine of time with him in the morning times or sometime in the day or like praying throughout the day or finding time to listen to a podcast or listen to a sermon um, to pour into me because that can get lost sometimes. But when I'm like on my Zoom and I am on it, I find that I feel so much better because that is something that I do. Another one of the things... Um, that I do is I try to have quiet time to myself in the morning time. So I'm an early riser. I typically am up anywhere between 4.30 and 5. Again, you do not have to be up like I do, sis. But I find time to have quiet time to myself before the day starts. Um, And this could look like a lot of different ways. I do a lot of different things. Um, Lately, it's been journaling. Lately, it's been doing work sometimes in the morning. Sometimes I am actually just sipping my coffee. Sometimes I may scroll my phone in the morning and just have that quiet time. But it is typically the only time I have to myself before the day starts. So having quiet time to myself is very helpful. Another one of my non-negotiables is movement of my body. So that could look like stretching. That could look like exercise. That could look like um, there was, I used to walk a whole lot in the summertime. I would walk anywhere between three to five miles, um, three to four times a week in the summertime. In the fall, when I started my job, it kind of cut, got cut. But movement of my body in some sort of way is a non-negotiable Getting anywhere between six to eight hours of sleep is a non-negotiable for me. I am typically in the bed anytime between 8.30 to 10. Those are kind of like my sweet spot areas. I'm not I'm not a 12 p.m., 1 a.m. girl. It just can't happen to me, sis. Sleep is important to me because I work such an emotional heavy job. I have to make sure that I get enough sleep to put, make sure that I am well. Um, So that looks like I don't spend a lot of time at night um, on my phone. I typically don't talk to my friends a lot at night on the phone. I catch up with a lot of my friends through voice memo. I talk about friendships and social connection in a minute, Um, but that is a non-negotiable for me. Um, And I'll give two more. I have a, I have some, (laughs) a lot of non-negotiables in a way for different areas of my life, but these are some of my important ones. Um, Friendships. 
I have about three to four core friends that I check in with typically almost every other day. Um, I would consider myself a very good friend in my opinion, do my own horn. But because of that, I value quality relationships. And so spending time with my friends, connecting with my friends, checking in with my friends, praying for my friends, asking them how I can pray for them, how can I be there for them, supporting them emotionally, whatever they're going through and experiencing is very important to me. Um, And so some of my friends don't even live in Memphis. A lot of them live out of town. um, So I don't see them often. So we catch up in whatever ways that we can. And I really enjoy that. And then the last one, which hasn't been as consistent as I would enjoy is therapy and counseling. Um, I was in counseling over the some actually at the top of the year, all the way up until maybe the fall, um, and then I stopped counseling with the therapist that I had, um, and I'm actually about to start uh, coaching. Uh, I signed up to work with a coach, um, and then I'm also looking for a therapist as well um, that I can see um, to work on, you know, just different things and keeping that as a thing. I think for Roslyn. Counseling is going to always be a consistent thing that I utilize to keep me together, but also help me to navigate through the different transitions that I have in my life. And coaching is helpful for me because it just keeps my business mind going, but it also helps me to address a lot of the internal dialogue that I have when it comes to doing things like this, um, doing things that would that push me out of my comfort zone and help me to just be the best kind of businesswoman I want to be, you know, purpose-driven person I can be. And I need people in my corner for that reason. So how are non-negotiables are created and important? How are they important? Um, and here's some tips that I can give you all. Again, I don't think that it has to be something you have to make challenging. Typically what I tell my clients is you need to have at least three to five activities. Start there. Minds have grown over time as I've assessed my needs. You probably don't know what your needs are, but just think of the basic activities that pour into you. It could be going to Target once a month. It could be um, rewarding yourself. Like if you, if one of your non-negotiables is when something happens as a celebratory thing, it could be rewarding yourself. That could be buying a new sweatsuit. It could be something small. It doesn't have to be something big, but. If, if that's a non-negotiable for you, finding out what are those core things. What are, so I want you to choose three to five activities, basic activities that pour into you. I also want you to think, out, think about how can you practically incorporate these into your day? How can you practically incorporate these into your life? They may be things you're already doing, but how can you make sure they're prioritized? Who can you tag, who can you kind of grab to tag alongside of you for accountability? Who is your person? Who are the people that you connect to? I want to talk about relationships um, as well sometime soon because I'm, I find that a lot of clients that I work with typically don't share a lot and are not vulnerable with people in their life. Um, and friendships is a core thing of mine. So when I talk about relationships, I find that a lot of people don't really trust other people to share with. So it becomes a 
tension conversation because it's hard for them to understand like how can you be so open and vulnerable with other people and I want to talk about that because I think it's really helpful and it's also a necessity for us as believers to have people in our lives and then I want you to also think about what can you do to incorporate these activities into your week and your day Um, and this is again practically practically incorporating these things what do you need to give up what are things that you are saying a lot of yes to and not saying no to so that you can have these things in your life, okay? So the point of non-negotiables is to help reduce stress. It's to help you have better boundaries for yourself. It's to help you engage and care for yourself, be kind to yourself, all of those things. So reach out to me if this was helpful. Send me your non-negotiables. Send them to me on Instagram. What are the things that you really, really want to do? Um, and also what are the ways that you are going to incorporate them into your life? So send those to me on Instagram, sis. I want to know, um, don't feel bad if I don't get back to you as soon as possible. I try to typically respond back to my messages when I can, but please still send them to me. I really would love to know what your non-negotiables are. You can follow me on Instagram at, at Rosalind Renee. Um, and I hope this episode was enjoyable to you. I love you all. And we will talk soon. I hope you have a wonderful week. I'll see y'all next time.